big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another week at Feel in the Blank Podcast. Feel in the Blank. And we're in a new, beautiful space. Isn't this gorgeous? I want to film here all the time. Kayla, do you just like shiny things? I do. I like new shiny things. I just be like, I'm just here. <laughs> I'm just here to show up. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good. I'm surprised I'm full of energy because I know I went out last night and we had to be ready or here at 8 a.m. How long did y'all uh, stay out? I didn't go to sleep until about 1.30, 2 o'clock. Mm -mm. I was knocked out by that point And in I time. woke up at 6 a.m. this morning to get ready. Oh, my God. Kayla, what time you wake up? 6.45. What time you get here? 8.30. <laughs> Terrible. I just, y'all, everybody has their shortcomings. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mine is time. Yeah. I, I am. I always underestimate how underestimate or overestimate which mm. one is it just how long it's gonna take me to get ready like I feel like Both. I could move so much faster yeah than what I actually do I've I, I have the same habit which is why I've just uh started to overestimate how much time it takes me to get ready because I, I, I usually do. can't tell like how long is it actually gonna take me for me to do my makeup and then I forget to include things like I need to walk to my car I need to grab mm -hmm. my things like so I, ha I just start overestimating I truly need to like set aside about two hours for myself same. like prior to the time but the fact that we were getting somewhere at 8 a.m., it was just hard for me to set my alarm for, what, 6 o'clock? Yeah. I was like, no, bro. On not, a Sunday. Not on a Sunday. On a Sunday. <laughs> 6 a.m. I feel it. 6 a.m. is crazy. The real issue for me is that I just be, I be having a whole internal battle with myself that I should not be up before the sun comes up. <laughs> That's really what my issue is. I be like, it is still dark outside. That was my issue with my job that I was at previously. Yeah. Cause I would have to be at, I was supposed to be at work at 7am. It's truly an area that I, that I desire to be better at because I do always feel shame when I'm late. Well, okay. Like for the job, I really did not care about being late for that. I felt bad today. Job. Yeah. I felt bad today that I was late. I was like, fuck. I thought that I had planned accordingly, but you know what I didn't take into account? What? Packing these up. Yeah. And I was running around like trying Frantic, to find my purse. I, I was like, yeah. trying to be quiet because Marcus was still asleep the cat yelling at me and walking in between my legs i'm just like bro got to get the where are my keys where are my keys literally yeah. in, in silence so you know that's when you're the loudest like making all the crashing noises and shit i'm like ah! it was bad but i'm gonna get it together okay so today we're gonna talk about a kind of interesting topic mm, it's a little touchy one right now it is a little touchy at and i mean in society yeah because people have different viewpoints mm -hmm. on this but mm -hmm. uh i think it's an interesting conversation to be had mm -hmm. uh do you want to introduce it because you kind of brought it up like it was your idea yeah I don't know where this idea came from um well actually I do because I've just seen so much of it in like media lately but um being a now modern woman like 
you know, what does that look like with the traditional values that I used to have? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, do you still believe that a, the man is the head of the household? That was really the question that kind of started the the idea mm-hmm. because that's what I used to believe. <laughs> that's what I used to <laughs> believe. <laughs> like <laughs> nervous giggle. Right. <laughs> I'm just a little scared to piss off the Christians because, you know, Christians can be a little Yeah, but intense. this is the thing. And I mean, like, I need people to understand that this podcast is like a place where we're accepting of many different points of view. So it's just like, I I hate the aspect where it's like, if you don't agree with somebody, you got to attack them. Like, just listen. Or even correct them. It's like, I don't need the correction. Exactly. I don't need the correction. Because at the end of the day, it's not your life it's not even a real correction it's like it's you believe that that's correct right. i don't so live uh, live according to your standards and let other and people live values. according to yeah. theirs and that's it yeah i think that's the only thing about christianity that just like kind of rubs me the wrong way is this like superiority of like everything that i believe and everything that i say is right mm-hmm. um when in reality everyone has at least I believe everyone has a way of doing things. And yeah. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, sure, some may be deemed as better or worse, but mm-hmm. I mean, who are you to actually say that? Unless it's yeah. like unhealthy. Yeah, I was having this conversation recently with Marcus. We were talking about like the aspect of just like religious mm-hmm. views. And we were saying how like both of us kind of believe that we're more so on like the spiritual side mm-hmm. of like, Yes, like reading the Bible, like for sure, but more so using it as like a guide for moral principles yeah. instead of like, um, like this is the exact way that I have to live my life by. And, you know, it, I think that that can become for some people, for some people that works for them. And I think that specifically for it's kind of split. There's like people who were raised in the church where it's Mm -hmm. like that because they were fed that at a young age, they grow up and then that's what they believe. Or there are people who have like some resentment towards it or they kind of like see through. Yeah. That's almost like they see through some of the stuff and they're just like, actually this does not necessarily work with my life. One of the resentful ones. (laughs) Yeah. I just personally believe like to me, like God is love. That's my mindset. I'm like, God is love. So what, we do as as humans mm-hmm. and interacting with people is like we should love one another and mm-hmm. we should be accepting of one another regardless it's crazy because even with you saying that now immediately I go ahead I, my brain automatically hears the rebuttal that Christians will automatically say it's like mm-hmm. yes but then there there is truth and mm-hmm. like that's just... but that's the thing the, the thing that's so funny that I always think about is the fact that it's like how like, okay, Christians say like the Bible is a living word, which I believe. So in that way, it speaks to people differently. So what I receive and what you receive Mm -hmm. are different things. What I personally receive is more so the love aspect Mm -hmm. and more so like the acceptance Mm -hmm. and being able to treat other people in a way where they can like feel seen and understood. And yes, like, I think that the good part about, I think that the the thing that the rebuttal that a lot of Christians would say is about like the um, structure and the, and the discipline that Mm -hmm. it's not supposed to always feel good, which I believe like everything's not supposed to always feel good, but I don't think that loving people and accepting people always feels good. I will say, I think a a very uh, common thread in a lot of Christian views is this this view of how do we even get here is this view of suffering 
I don't understand this whole suffering thing. Even even when it comes down to like God's gonna break you, He's gonna break you so you can you have to depend on Him. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't even believe that. Mm-hmm. Like I just I I I refuse to believe that God, my Father, would abusively <laughs> break me mm-hmm. so I have no choice but to come to Him mm-hmm. and you know, submit myself. Yeah. That sounds abusive. Yeah. <laughs> so that sounds abusive. To it me. sounds, it doesn't sound like a father to me. Yeah. I think that sometimes people are used to suffering and they want to justify why they have to suffer. And it's like, I think that sometimes you have to look at it a little more logically mm-hmm. that it's like, okay, if you are in connection with God, you don't have to, the point is in my mind, and that's what I'm saying, like, it's the spin. Like, mm-hmm. I hear what people say, but I think about it on an opposite side. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, like, God doesn't want you to suffer, and mm-hmm. you have suffered because of the because fact that you've, yeah, because of life, and you've maybe pulled completely away. Like, mm-hmm. maybe you just, if you are in connection with God, mm-hmm. it it won't be. It's a comfort. Yeah. It's like, a comfort. It's a, it's a safety. It's a, it's a home for you. Yes. To help you continue to endure, but like, life is life I feel like life is life be life and life be life and <laughs> life be life and regard and I don't think that has anything to do to do with mm-hmm. like God I don't think he has his hand so heavily into everything like that but I think he assists all of us individually through you know through through the Holy Spirit which I believe is like our conscience and and that gut feeling that we have especially women mm-hmm. and I just feel like that intuition I feel like that's what he's using to guide us and 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 to direct us to certain people who will continue to to support us and show us God's love, even if we are or aren't believers. Like, yeah. I feel like lo- God is love. Yeah. And that's, that's the Period. beauty of it. That's what helps us endure life. That's what helps us grow and, and continue to, to nurture ourselves and nurture our community. Like mm-hmm. that, that's what I think. Yeah. That's what I believe too. I'm, I'm really, and it's, it's difficult because of what you talked about with the whole aspect of like, uh, Christians then saying like, well, then you don't believe in God and you don't, you know, like it's, it's that aspect that I felt like has kept me kind of like, it makes me want to like rebel so bad. It's like, Mm. I don't believe in your God, Mm. but then that's blasphemous. (laughs) You can't say that. (laughs) You can't say that. Cause I just be wanting to rah-rah back just for the sake of rah-rah. Because it's just like, my thing is, so then what are you? But my question is, so then what happens to the people who are like, Buddhist and Muslim like they believe they all going to hell because they don't know the truth and I'm like I don't believe I think they found God in their way yeah now, and I feel like people have different methods all of us are so all of us are so different you know and we all have different ways to connect I and agree. And God is so big. And I don't even, that's the part. It's, it's the fact that people want to put him in this tiny in box. little box. And it's like, God is so much bigger and complex than what we could even imagine. I don't even, even imagine. think the details matter. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's God. It's God. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. And it's a, it's an individual experience. It and is. that's the reason why I really don't judge anybody for, um, their beliefs, their mm-hmm. belief system. Yeah. As I long as either. you believe, like I don't either. Oh, for I do me, ju- I'm not gonna lie. I do judge some religions. Some religions, because I'm like, how do you believe that? That's stupid. I get what you mean. <laughs> That's I get what rude. you mean. That is so rude. But can I can I whisper what it is? Yeah. Oh, I'd be like, what? What do you mean? You think he like traveled over here and like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just weird. I saw something it's about. I saw something about that uh, recently, and I was like. 
but they're mm. good people, I'm sure. Yeah. Look, as y'all long as you're we, a good person and you have and you have some mm-hmm. type of like source. Yeah. That's that's my point. Just as long as you have some some good values, some good morals, like whatever. Yes. <laughs> Point blank period. Okay, so we just went we off just on a tangent. tangent. But but is it a tangent? No, because it's good. <laughs> so I will say, being being raised in the in the uh, in Christianity and being raised in the church, um, that's how I was taught uh, traditional values and like ways to be a wife and be a good partner and be a good um, oh yeah a good mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was taught very traditional things. Man is the head of the household, mm-hmm. and uh, as a woman, you're a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Um, now I probably would consider myself a modern woman. I don't think I believe in traditional values anymore. I believe in partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in, you know, compatibility and being equals in yeah. a way, although we aren't, I mean, men and women are very different. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, individuals are very different. Yes. Um, beneficially, we took the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. And so I'm able to see like who's compatible with me, who can who can add to my life. Because that's honestly what relationships should be like, yeah. you know. And it's so interesting because like when I was hearing you talk about the way that you grew up, it made me realize because I kind of thought that I grew up traditional in the sense that like I grew up around a lot of like marriages Mm -hmm. and relationships, but I realized like the women and the men in my family have never been the type where like man is head of household and the woman, no, never. The only, the only couple in my family that I think has previously been like that was my grandparents. Mm -hmm. And I think that the only, and on my dad's side. Okay. And I think the only reason it used to be that way is because they got married so young. Like my grandmother was like 18 when, when she married him. And so I could just imagine myself as an 18 year old and especially in the time period they were growing up in where it's just like, you feel like that's who you're supposed to be versus like being able to really develop yourself and really understand. Your role is to be a wife. Yes, for sure. And so, um, but everybody else in my family, like my Nana and my Papa, which are my, my mom's parents, Mm -hmm. they were never that like, it was never that, my papa is head of household and my Nana was just the supporting role. Like, I feel like I've grown up seeing partnership, like people being equals. My dad and my stepmom are very much that. Like if anything, sometimes I think I see my stepmom taking on a little bit more of a leadership role. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that my dad does as well, but I think it has more so to do with like personality types and she, my dad is also type A, but my stepmom is very type A to a T. Like she likes things done a very particular type of way. So I'm sure she's way. like a great leader. Like yes. Legit. That's just who she is yeah. as a person, you yeah. know? And I think that, I think that partnership means so much more because I just can't even imagine like being in a situation, especially because I was raised that way. I was raised by very like independent, strong minded women. Mm-hmm. And so I have never envisioned myself being in a marriage relationship where I'm just kind of like sitting back and just like what you said, like controlling the temperature and withholding to support. Like, no, I think that that was fitting at the time, like in back in the day Mm. because of the fact women were at home. What I will say though, is like, I've seen marriages who have tried to fit the mold Mm -hmm. and a lot of them weren't actually healthy behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. but there were some, Mm -hmm. there were some where that mold fits perfectly well for them. Yeah. And they did the women would thrive and those they they like they 
took so much pride in having that kind of role of like setting the temperature and having mm-hmm. the home the, be like a home and that was their main focus yeah. like when the husband would come home they would have the dinner ready and yeah. have the kid like that was that was them yeah and and I think it really does come down to personality. Yeah, because it to me, like that's that's the type of person, like how you hear some women say, like, my life purpose is to be a mother. Yeah. Or like my life purpose I is to I think those are just softer, more nurturing women. Yes. But not everyone's like that. No, not everybody. Not I feel like, like I'm that. not like that. Like <laughs> I have a little bit of that in me, but like I'm also like, again, I'm a little chaotic. Mm-hmm. I like a little spontaneity. I like <laughs> a little, a little chaos. Asshole. I feel like my main thing is, and Marcus and I have talked about this, where it's just like, I just can't have a traditional job. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to work according to what is fitting for me at that time. Like, yeah. and if that means, like, after Marcus and I have kids, like, that I get to have the opportunity to stay home, but then still have, like, have your, an yes. outlet, that's, that's what... ideal. Yeah, that's, I think oh, that that's my ideal that. dream life. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily want to when I have kids have to stop everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stop. Cause I, I understand from other people, the importance of individuality yeah. as well still. And I can see that becoming stifling to yes. me. I can so see me if I was Feeling staying trapped. at, what? <laughs> if I was at home with children all day long. And then when he got home, I had to have dinner ready. And I'd be like, first of all, <laughs> you can cook your dinner. <laughs> Enough is enough. I need a break. Get the kids. <laughs> Go with your daddy. And I'm gonna lock myself in the room because it's just it's too much. And I think that it's the this once again, like to me, it goes back to personality where I get overstimulated by mm-hmm. energy. Like yeah. too much energy in yeah. one space can overstimulate yeah. me. So I need time to have an outlet. But I know how I am. I, I am a natural nurturer and mm-hmm. like what we did when we took the Enneagram test, I got helper. Like naturally I want to pour into people and Mm -hmm. I can see myself when I have kids, I'm going to want to be there. I'm going to want to like do all the cute lunches Mm -hmm. and be like a part of the PTO and be super involved. And that's how I grew up. My parents were both like that. They were always super involved, came to everything. That's so going to be me, but I also still need my own thing. I feel that. Yeah. I think ideally I would love to, and I don't even think I would be the traditional stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. I would love to be the main caretaker at home yeah. with my children, but also have a job like content creation. Hello, have a job like content creation where I can do both. And so mm-hmm. when when my husband does come home, it's like, all right, I'm about to go work for a little bit. Yeah. Like, y'all leave me alone. Yep. Or like on the weekend, it's like, you take the kids, you, yes. y'all go do something. I'm about yes. to work, you know, that's ideal. <laughs> that's it for me. Yeah. That's the ideal life. Like, I don't mind. And I even I've even talked to Marcus about because we've had like discussions about like cooking Mm -hmm. and stuff. We've had a lot of discussions about cooking. I hate cooking, cooking too. But I realize that I enjoy it so much more if I have nothing else to do. If I have nothing else to do, like on days that we're just at home, I could cook. Yeah, I could cook like three meals if we're just at home and not doing anything and I like to be the person to do it Mm -hmm. because it feels like my way of being like that's like my more feminine side like oh I'm gonna cook dinner for us I'll cook breakfast for us but if I have to work and stuff no (laughs) we ordering food I I don't know I can't help you I feel it you're hungry so am I take care of yourself I'm like (laughs) so am I So that's why I'm like, I, I don't see, I don't know if I really see myself. I think this brings us into the point of like, do you see yourself as like the traditional 
woman, wife, mm-hmm. or like, do you see yourself as the more modern type? And like, how do those roles then like merge together? You know, the other, the other part is like, I believe that I thought a certain way until I got married. Mm. And then when I got married, all of a sudden I was like, I feel like I want to be a traditional wife and mm-hmm. I want to try to, you know, I want to try to do that. And so I, I felt this pressure to like, let me cook, mm-hmm. let me like make sure my husband is good. Let me, you know, and then I realized pretty quickly, hell no, <laughs> nigga, what you doing? You ain't doing nothing. You going to get it in there and cook. I'm not for it. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm like that too. And that's the reason why I, before we started the episode, you were saying that you feel like I'm kind of like a little more traditional, but I think that there are some pieces of my pers- personality that just lend to mm-hmm. me being more traditional. I see what you mean. But I'm really like kind of combative. Like Marcus, I'm trying combative. to be, I'm trying to be honest with y'all. Marcus and I have had a few discussions about the fact that like I'm not a very easy person to to lead. Like I get very what's the word? I, well, rebellious, I guess. Do I get you very want rebellious. Marcus to lead you? Not really. (laughs) I want, I really think that what I desire more so is just us to have like, what we focus more on is having really good communication. Yes. If our communication is really good and the two of us can work together, I want him to lead in the areas that are his strong suits and me lead in the areas that are my strong suits. That is where I'm like, that's what I want. Again, down to personality and strengths. Mm -hmm. It's like we both have different strengths. Let's focus on those strengths, whether they work with traditional values or they don't. I don't care. It's like- It's the teamwork. It's the teamwork. Partnership. Come on, partnership. So Marcus and I have talked about how, and I mean, we know this because we've talked about this with the podcast too, Mm -hmm. that like I am kind of like, the visionary of Mm -hmm. the relationship and he is more so like detail oriented so Mm -hmm. I'll come up with these grand ideas of oh like this is what we're gonna do and he's like okay but like what how how is that gonna happen (laughs) like are we gonna do this and is it like he gets very specific and Mm so we've talked about how we can help each other in those areas and like it's good that I have that skill set because a lot of times I see the vision for our future and what where we're going and where we're headed, you know? And I guess a lot of people would consider that the leadership role, Mm -hmm. you know, that I'm the person that sees the vision. I'm the person that says like, no, I can see us doing X, Y, and Z in Mm -hmm. this time frame, you Mm -hmm. know? But Marcus is the person that gets down to the nitty gritty to say, well, how are we going to accomplish that? For us to do that, we probably need to do blah, 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 Mm -hmm. and da, 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 you know? And so traditionally, it's kind of flipped, yeah. you know, like technically he would be the person that is in that role. Like, this is what we're going to do. And I would be the person like, okay, let's figure out how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Let me support and help yeah. this vision and dream that you have, you know, but that is not our dynamic because that's not our personalities. Yeah. We're not, we're not like that. And we still are compatible with each other because we have skill sets that each other doesn't have, yeah. but it's not in the traditional sense. And I don't feel like it always has to look that way. Do you ever find yourself battling, whether consciously or subconsciously, battling this whole idea of being traditional Mm -hmm. and like allowing him to lead and like... We've had conversations about it, like in general. And I think that he's battled it too, like the both of us, because he grew up very much so like with his mom being in church, like she's very traditional. And my family, like is a little more, I guess, like untraditional with that. Like we did go to church, but it wasn't like an every Sunday thing. Mm-hmm. Like my dad doesn't really, he doesn't go to church like that at all. But 
still very much like talking about God. God is present like in conversations and mm -hmm. whatnot. We pray before we eat, like pray at bedtime. Um, but we've never grown up that way. And I think that for Marcus, it might be a little bit more of a difficult dynamic, especially yeah. seeing that I think that his parents' relationship is a little bit more like his dad leads and his mom is in the supporting role. And so once we got married and we were talking about getting married, we had to kind of like mm -hmm. figure out what does that look like? And I'm like, I'm going to tell you right now, like... <laughs> I am not the type of woman that's going to be like in the kitchen every night. Mm -hmm. Like that is just not me because the thing is I have like goals and ambitions too. And mm -hmm. I think that the world just looks so different overall. Yeah. Like he would have to have a job where he's making like damn near 300 to 500,000 a year for yeah. us to just like sit on him, like on his money. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like, sitting back like let me do and yeah. if he look if that happened I'm gonna be a cooking and cleaning woman you know but if not we have to work together so that we could support the type of lifestyle that mm -hmm. we want like I'm not about to just sit back and just do nothing and yeah. be like well go to work have fun figure it out so yeah I mm -mm, I don't I will say I find myself uh, definitely battling it, even if I don't realize it. Even even with the conversation that I had with um, Alex yesterday, I was like, "Do you feel like I'm bringing anything to?" Because also that's a that's a oh, it's within the question of the the gender wars right now that's mm -hmm. going on, where uh, a lot of guys are asking, "Well, what do you bring to the mm -hmm. table? Like, what can you as a woman you want you want the man to pursue you and blah blah? What do you bring to the mm -hmm. table?" Um, and so, like sometimes that rings in my mind. It's like, "Well, what am I doing? Am I doing enough? Like, mm -hmm. am I not doing enough?" And he's like, "Calm down, like chill. Like, I'm not looking at for you to check a box." Yeah. Like, but I do find myself battling that, uh, whether I realize it or not. A lot so of what time. things do you feel like you should have that you kind of battled this, like as a, that whole aspect of being like more traditional, mm. what things feel a little sensitive to you? If you think about it, like, dang, maybe I should be doing this. So right now I'm in Alex's space a mm -hmm. lot. And so with me, it's not like I'm not working. I, every day I'm like doing something for content creation, mm -hmm. but because I'm not only in his space, but because like he, he, if we ever like got married, he would be the breadwinner. Mm -hmm. Um, and I probably would be a stay at home mom, mm -hmm. but, um, it makes it, makes me feel like I have to do this pressure of like okay when he comes home like I need to I need to cook like I need mm. to be doing my part and in my mind I'm like oh I need to be doing my part I need to be cooking mm -hmm. and then I pause and I'm like where the fuck is this coming from <laughs> wait actually though I didn't even think about it like that but I do that too yeah I do that like if I'm at home especially now that I work from home and Marcus is at work yeah. all day yeah. by the time he comes home I'm like fuck I haven't done anything I need to get up I need to at least like one of these rooms gotta be clean but meanwhile you've been working too I know and that's why it's so absurd because it's just like at the end of the day I was I worked an eight hour shift too like even though it's from home and Isn't it's not crazy? out it's yeah it's it's and, wild and Alex isn't even putting on that expectation at mm -hmm. all like he'll text and he'll be like hey do you want to order food or do you want to cook and I'm like I'll cook I'll cook. Aww. And he's like, you sure? Like, cause it's I know okay. you're busy today. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like I can do it. Yeah. I have to constantly check myself and make sure that I'm honoring myself. Mm -hmm. Um, while also, you know, 
loving my partner in the way that I want to and, yeah. and make sure it's love and it's not acting out of insecurity or shame yeah. or fear yeah. for the fear of like, he's going to all of a sudden open his eyes and not like me no more, get the ache or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like I have to constantly combat that. Um, and I think, cause again, we took the Enneagram and it's been constantly ringing in my mind. Um, my scores were pretty high to, to, to show that like I'm in a state of stress right now. Mm -hmm. And I know, although I'm extremely happy and fulfilled in this relationship, it's bringing up so much. Mm. And so I have to like constantly check myself like every day checking my, but I will say the longer that we've been together, the more comfortable I get because he's so reassuring. Yeah. Um, That's and, so and we can have those open conversations. Um, cause I'm, I can be pretty vulnerable vulnerable mm -hmm. even and even when I'm not like he can tell when I'm withdrawing and mm -hmm. I'll just be staring off and he's like what's going on <laughs> what's happening and you do do that it's very like once once people know you mm -hmm. I feel like it's easy to tell when you're just like <laughs> yeah like, what's going on yeah. zoning out <laughs> zoning out a little bit it's like oh okay you good? but that's so good I'm just so happy that you're happy and I think that a lot of times when we go through these transitions, like since uh, the Enneagram is showing like you're in a state of stress, yeah. I feel like it's it's a, it's overwhelming. It's in a good way, but it's, it's still nonetheless overwhelming yeah. to have like so much transition from like the life that you were living before to now. Bruh. It's like two vastly different things. And if there's anything we, we I won't say, but I feel like this is everybody. I feel like if it, it's human nature to struggle with transitions. Oh, yes. And I feel like we both definitely struggle with transition. Bro, every time I go to counseling, my therapist reminds me that like I have such a hard time <laughs> struggling with any type of transition. Like anything that requires me to adapt, it takes me a really long it's time. It's like a minute. It take, give me a I, couple months. I think I go through like a mourning period yeah. of like what life was to what life is. I'll even like start to reject what's yeah. happening. Whether that's like me not being disciplined or me not like even even with Alex, there been quite a because I've basically been live with that man and he wants me to be there all the time. And even that I've been rejecting. And I'm like, I need to go back to my apartment. I need alone time. And, and that's why I'll be I asking him, like, why, Ayana? It's not because I want it. It's like, no, I feel like I need alone time. I don't yeah. need to be here like this much. Like, you know, and it's, it's like, bitch, chill. Just chill. Just chill. It's okay. It is okay. Yeah. It's like the guards. They just kind of fly up naturally. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of tough. Like, I'm I'm working. But you know another thing? Mm. It's so funny how, like, so many of these things intertwine with, like, the astrolo astrology aspect of it. Uh, my sign is a fixed sign. Mm -hmm. So it makes it especially hard for me to, like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> transition and we be having our foot in the in the cement <laughs> it, it takes move yeah it takes me a minute it takes me a minute like yeah. it's really really hard for yeah. me i'll be like hey, i'll be complaining the whole time oh yes i'm gonna complain <laughs> what you're gonna hear these complaints like if anything i'm gonna complain my ass be off. irritable yeah irritable <laughs> mad anybody could get it Honestly and truly. It's so bad. Acting like a damn baby. I be Bruh, like, oh. when I tell you ever since Alex was like, you're like a badass little kid. I can't unsee it. Yeah, Marcus I says see that. I everything now. Marcus says that about me all the time. And that's, see, and this is the reason why I, I, I think I need to also investigate this for myself versus mm -hmm. just listening to other people because the two men in my life that always talk about how rebellious I am are my dad and Marcus. And they know you. Yes. And my dad is just like, you've been rebellious your entire life. Mm -hmm. You ain't never listened. You don't never. Like I, I think that 
the Enneagram. <laughs> Hold on, because I'm about to draw it back. Okay. With me, and you're like this too, because you also scored this high. With the four, that's being literally the, my wing. Yes, being the individual, it's like you want to prove that there's another way. I've always had that mindset where I'm like, but I want to show you that there's another way to this. And sometimes, very few times, it actually works out. Mm -hmm. But it it puts me in a difficult position because people give me advice and I hear it and I store it in the back of my mind and I'm like, I'm going to do it my way. You know what my <laughs> issue is, is like most of the time I'm right. Even, 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 because my parents have, they've learned to just take a complete step back mm -hmm. because they, the more that they would push, the more that I'd go the opposite way. And so they've learned to kind of just let me lead by my own intuition. And it's never, it's never led me in a wrong, mm. never led me in a wrong That's place. That's so good. Um, even, even if it has, it's always been a very short detour and I correct myself. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm time to get back to it but like that's why I really don't listen to nobody else I think that sometimes I put myself in difficult situations because I really dig my feet into the sand like even if for the sake of doing it yeah for the sake of doing it like just because like my dad he my dad was like the main person that was like I really don't think that you should get a cat right now like I think that this would be a really bad time your dad was against it oh yeah he was just like I don't think that this is a good time for you to do that and I was like but why he's like because it's not and I was like I'm gonna do it <laughs> and and that's what I'm saying like and then okay another example with Marcus he told me when I was going to sign up to do the cheer coaching thing. Oh, she was like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, you should, but you know what it is? Also, I think that people have to understand how to deliver messages to me. Yeah. Because you have to say it in a way that's like, I'm worried about you. Like, yeah. and I care about you. Because if you say it in a way where it's just like, you're wrong, you're wrong yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be like... <laughs> Fuck all of y'all. All of y'all are stupid. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. And then I end up like, I hate it. Everything is bad. They're like, fucking told you. Like, and I feel like the situation with the cat, I'm literally, I have. You're living it. And I have pushed through, like, at the very beginning, when, remember at the beginning, when I was like, I'm going to give her back. Like, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I literally pushed through Just, to prove a point to my father. <laughs> you know, as funny as my friend also, uh, both of Anna and Brie, mm -hmm. Anna and Brie were talking about the fact that they got, because they both got dogs. Mm -hmm. And both of them went through a period because their parents were against it. Like, you shouldn't get that dog. That dog's yeah. too big. It's going to be a lot of work for yeah. an apartment. You're going to be annoyed. And they both got to a point where they're like, fuck, like, I should give this dog away. But then they kept pushing through for the sake of proving their parents wrong. And now Bria's had Zola for like, God, like five years mm. and like maybe, yeah, like five years. And Anna's had her dog, for a big ass dog, mm. big ass dog for like two to three years. Bro, I don't know if I'm strong enough. I might just have to be like, Kevin, you were right. <laughs> God damn it. Kayla, about to get, Kayla, you're just not a pet owner. Isn't this like your fifth pet at this point? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that I'm a pet owner. and But the part that's so difficult about it and the reason why Ariel. I keep going through this struggle is because I love pets so much. Girl, you need a, you need to foster or something. No, I don't. No, I just don't need to. I don't. She'll be like mm -mm. the day next. Take it's it's <laughs> what it is. It's the And this is also the reason why I'm scared to have kids because it's the adjustment. <laughs> It's the it my because my whole life then changes and I'm like fuck. <laughs> I want back. my old life back. No, I don't want it. It's it's the fact that like 
they don't you know how people get them and they're supposed to be like emotional support I feel like I keep on struggling with the concept <laughs> that they're not they're not emotionally they're, supportive but they they are no they're you, not you just have to get to a point of like learning like wow this thing cannot contribute anything back aside from companionship and that's it I don't need companionship I have that <laughs> how long did you keep the first one mm, not long at all not really not long at all where is the first one who knows her neighbor got oh yeah the neighbor did get that pet and then the second one is at marcus's parents house Uh, how long did you keep that one we kept we kept him for a little a little wait why'd you give that one away did he like take a big shit or something and kayla said yeah i'm not doing this they do pet things that's the part that cracked me up but you know what the issue is now this is the area where marcus and i don't balance each other out we're both impulsive So we both get like excited about stuff in the moment and there's not anybody to say, maybe we shouldn't do this. (laughs) Literally the time that we got the first pet, we got drunk with Ariel. Ariel was over at our place. Ariel, this is your were. This was when we didn't have a couch. We didn't have a couch in our apartment yet. Okay, we're sitting on the floor watching Hamilton getting (laughs) fucked up. <laughs> watching Hamilton, and then Ariel was like, oh, "Okay, I'm about to go." And then Marcus and I was, we was like, "Let's go to the pet store what the and look fuck? at dogs." Yes, in that moment. Yes, and we went to the pet store, looked at dogs just to go pet them, and then we ended up buying one. Wow, that's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> like if wow. we didn't get fucked up with Ariel watching Hamilton, that would have never happened. Okay, and the second one. The second one was because then we had a credit. Okay, so when we gave you gave the <laughs> so then we had a credit, so we were like, maybe we should wait until Marcus starts working from home. So Marcus started working from home. We were like, we should get the pet, so then the money doesn't go to waste. And so then we got the damn dog. She make it sound like it's a credit at like a a clothing store, like we couldn't get. So that's how that happened. I will say, and I- this last time though, this was because of Marcus. Marcus wanted, if I heard in my ear one more time, I want a cat. <laughs> I want a cat. Can it was Mama's fault. It was literally And Milo, fault. he's obsessed with Milo too. So I was just like, okay. But then the thing that wasn't taken into account is Marcus is never home right now at all. So, <laughs> so this is like my cat. So he doesn't want to give her up. Like, it's not him. It's me. I'm the one that's just like, fuck no. She's in my face all day like, I'm like, God. I can't. T- and this is why I'm saying I'm scared of kids because if I hear that baby, I'm going to be like, Kayla's going to be calling us up. Somebody come get this baby. Somebody come get this baby. I need a break. I I'm going to I'm gonna need a lot of support during that. If I'm transition. There, I got you, boo. I'm, I'm going to need tons you. of support because it's going to take a minute for me. I'm not one of those people that's just like, oh, this is something new and exciting. I don't jump into stuff like that. <laughs> Takes me some time. <laughs> I'm probably, it's probably going to take me a good six months. That's okay. To really that's when adjust. they get cute. Yeah. Yeah. When they, when they stop keeping me up all night, then yeah. I'll be like, oh, you're kind of cute. <laughs> and I kind of, kind of love you. <laughs> <laughs> I like see I like teenagers and then they're they, they gonna be like get out of my room mom I'm gonna be like okay bye <laughs> I'm a cool mom <laughs> I could literally see you doing that I'm a cool mom <laughs> what you need 
I'm so dead. So whenever everybody has teenagers, that's my specialty. That's when I... I love teenagers. I love teenagers, too. They're my favorite age group. I love five-year-olds, too. Because they can, like, they can legit have, like, full-sentence conversations, and they're funny as hell. But at that age, that's when they're still doing the whole, like, look at me, I can spin and fall down. No, Ooh, no, no, bam, no, no, bust no. my head. Ah, no, like, no, no, no. They I don't can't. start doing that until, like, seven, eight. I can't stand. I can't stand seven and eight-year-olds. They're so annoying. They're so annoying. <laughs> they're aggy as hell. They're like, look at me, mom. <laughs> I'd be, I be rolling my eyes. See, maybe we shouldn't be parents. <laughs> but I think the, the main point is that it's different when it's your own kids. Hopefully. Yes, I think so. That's the, that's the thing. So, it's just like, yeah, it's different. So me, Anna, and Brie are pretty pretty damn determined to the point to where I've told Alex that this is a value of mine, that I really want it to happen, and it should, must happen. And he's like, okay, Ayana. But me, Anna, and Brie want to, it's basically, we're thinking a commune, but we basically want to get like a bunch of land and have our homes very close together mm-hmm. so we can raise our children together. Oh, I love that. Because I feel like we're going to need support. Yeah. I'm going to need support. Yeah. You want to join too, Asia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was literally look, I was ahead of my time because when I was when I was very young, I used to tell my mom that mm. all the time. I'm like, when I grow up, our houses are gonna be next door to each other. She's like, You're not gonna wanna live next door to me. I'm like, Yes, yes I, I am. am. Why Especially when I? you start settling and having kids. And, but you know what? The part I'm gonna have to lean on my friends because I'm gonna tell you right now, my dad and Regina are not gonna be those grandparents. They're not. Neither am I. They're going to be like, <laughs> take it back. Uh, but anything else that you think about being like a, a modern woman? Um, I think I'm not even stuck on the idea of being a modern woman, although it is a very modern thought. But I think I'm just growing to be more and more excited the older that I get. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be 30 this year. Um, I'm very excited for that because I I feel the older that I get, the more sure of myself I become, Mm -hmm. the more clear the directions become for me. And I think in the end, I'm just excited and happy to be finding what works for me. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, Although I grew up in in an environment where it was very much so suppress yourself for the sake of this or the Mm -hmm. sake of that. And I want to, you know, look a certain way, sit up straight, bitch. Oh, if I oh, put on some lip gloss, girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it used to drive me nuts. Um, just like random small stuff like that. And then the big stuff. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm happy that I'm in a place where even if someone told me what to do, I don't have to listen. Yeah. Um, but then also I'm wise enough to take counsel when needed. Yeah. So I'm just happy that I'm going to be more mature and that things are like falling into place. And even when they don't, mm-hmm. um, remind me, I said this, even when they don't, <laughs> I'm capable of working through it and figuring yeah. it out. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel like despite being a traditional or a modern woman, whatever, do whatever floats your boat. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm happy that I'm finding what works for me. Yeah. And I think that that's the most important part. Like you have to find what works best for you, because like you said earlier, there are some people where that more traditional role, they thrive in that. And that is like their jam, you know, but at the end of the day, that's what works for them. Um, I just feel like for me, 
like in Marcus partnership is what's the most important us like communicating thoroughly and being able to like support one another like yeah. both of us being in the supportive role the leading role like and actually mapping out what that looks like because I think that the the part that people try to combat is like there's confusion but it's not confusion if you communicate thoroughly and mm -hmm. figure out what works best for you and who's taking on that this role. This is random. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the thought of like women submitting to their men? Hmm. I feel, I mean, I guess people are already going to say that I'm against it because of the fact that it's like, I'm not going to always be in the supportive role. So I guess that, or even submitting, you're going to be like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is like, I'm really not the type of person to just kind of like sit there and say nothing mm. like and I when I think of submission I think of people who are just very like kind of like at the end of the day like he's gonna get the final say so yeah. about anything so the, well okay so let's say that you and Marcus are like there's a big issue that you guys aren't agreeing on and you feel very strongly about what you feel mm -hmm. and he's like no I feel like we need to do this like look. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, <laughs> I'm so dead. Kayla, like, shit. <laughs> you feel strongly. I feel strongly too. So, what we gonna do, buddy? <laughs> it's you or me. I'm dead. Look, we gonna have to just talk that thing out because, like, the thing about it is, I guess, if it's a situation where, like, I could tell that he feels really passionate about mm -hmm. it and I don't really care that much. Oh, I'd be like, like well, let mean. him have it. Yeah. If we both feel passionate about it, we got to come to a middle ground. Yeah. We're going to have to compromise yeah. because it's like, I can't fully get my way and you can't fully get your way. So I guess I don't believe in submission because it's like, so I'm going to sit here and suffer. I'm going to sit here and trust you when I feel like I'm right. <laughs> That's what can <laughs> It's so hard. It's so hard, y'all. Like, being a rebellion. Like, this is the other side of being raised as, like, an independent woman. Yeah. That, that is difficult. Because there are some times that I think that I do need to kind of, like, stand down. Mm -hmm. And not for the sake of, like, submission or anything. But, but just for the sake of, like, a relationship. Like, yeah. you can't always be like... <laughs> and sometimes... <laughs> And sometimes that's who I am. Like yeah. I get people don't, most people don't get that side of me, but I feel like the people who typically get that side of me, Marcus, yeah. my dad yeah. has seen it. And I think that Nana has seen it too. Like just my, my very close family unit yeah. has seen that side of me. It's not very pretty. It's something I still have to kind of like yeah. work through because everything doesn't always require a response. And I have to understand in my mind when to just let it the fuck go. Like, let it go, Kayla. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> what do you think about submission? Um, I think the part that people kind of forget is that men are also, sub under the Christian, not for real, but under the Christian <laughs> viewpoint is men also submit to women. The, the idea, mm. though, and I think that, I, I will say to some degree, I don't even like the word submission, though. Yeah, it's um, the wording, maybe. But the, the actual definition of the word, uh, what is the actual definition of the word? Because I feel like the actual definition, people, people uh, keep saying, well, that's not, that's not what that means. But it's like, okay, but look at the actual definition. Um, 
Let me see. Accept or yield to a, a superior, superior force. force. Who the hell? We ain't got no damn superiors or around to here. to the authority or will of another person. So, <sighs> so that's the thing. Like, I don't believe in submission. What I do, again, what I believe in is partnership. And maybe there is some, I wouldn't even say it's submission. I would say it's like. Just like trusting, yeah, it's like trusting and yielding. It's, it's like, the kind okay. of it's the connotation, mm-hmm. but I get what you're saying because yeah. it's, if it's a situation where it's See, like, sorry, what that was very type five of me to be like, but what's the definition though? <laughs> like, what's the you can't use that? That's not the word. <laughs> it reminds me back to when we were arguing about. <laughs> I was about to say it's just the vib- vibrations. vibrations. You're like, but the word. Do you know, Alex keeps using that damn word vibration? all the time. He's like, yes, yeah, the vibrations, Ayana. I like, know that'd be pissing you off. <laughs> pissing me off like no other um but yeah so I just don't believe in submission what I believe in is like trust and if you trust that your partner is like is wise and has good counsel it's like sure sometimes you'll be like all right you know what I'm just gonna I'm gonna trust you on this you can take the lead on this um but then in other areas like no I think I'm probably right yeah I guess that's the submission piece like submitting to each other but it's also I just think about this my last point before Mm -hmm. we like close it out but my thing is like, just think about the how taxing that is mm-hmm. on the man mm-hmm. if he is to be always. like head of household and always making these heavy decisions. Like, goddamn, that's the reason yeah. why men have mental health issues that I, are unnoticed right now. I agree. They I, shouldn't be like no one person could take that on. I agree. On their own. Alex was also. We were also talking about that the other day. He was like he yesterday actually at the date last night uh mm-hmm. he was talking about that he was like i he i see ayana for most things like most details you don't necessarily care even when it comes down to valentine's day i was like i don't necessarily care about you know how we do it but i just want something to be done He's yeah like, yeah he, he, i can see that you that's how you refer to most things like you you see the big picture of things mm-hmm. but you don't care how it's done yeah. I'm like, yeah i don't i don't care about the details yeah. as long as like certain things are taken care of like whatever mm-hmm. like i don't give a damn i'm yeah. way too go with the flow mm-hmm. but also like i know that that can be taxing when he's always trying to make, make decisions, decisions. Yeah. so sometimes i will have to care yeah you gotta bit. push yourself a little bit. I have bit. to push myself yeah. to care, but I I really don't. But when I do care about things, I'm pretty I'm pretty strong in my That's opinion. That's true. Like that I'm pretty true. strong in my. If opinion. you're passionate about something, you'll really like. I'm really gonna yeah. say something. I'm I'm going raw raw. Yeah. <laughs> it's like silence until. <laughs> yeah, silence until. <laughs> That's so. Funny. You see the fire. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm so weak. Well, this I has think been interesting. Yeah, I feel like this was a fun. I like this conversation. I did too. Go me. Yeah, good job, Ayana. But yeah, you all let us know your thoughts um, respectfully on the topic because at the end of the day, like I said at the very beginning of this episode, we respect people's opinions here. If you don't like what we have to say, you honestly don't have to listen and you don't have to comment rude comments like yeah it's just rude comments part like if you don't agree you don't agree but by all means express your opinion we'd love to hear what you think about the lifestyle or about about just about the idea of it yeah and it's okay to to like listen to opinions that are different than yours it doesn't have to be like putting your opinion down and saying that your opinion is wrong it's just kind of how we feel and how we think oh that's interesting yeah i never saw it like that Yeah. yeah so just have an open mind um, and share with us your thoughts 
Um, you all can find us on TikTok at Feel in the Blank Pod. You can find us on YouTube and watch these lovely visuals and see this beautiful space that we're in at Feel in the Blank Podcast. Please make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share if you really enjoyed this episode. And then on Instagram, you can find us at Feel in the Blank underscore. I am it's K.G and Ayana is Ayana.amore. We love you guys. Make sure that you comment on the podcast pages and let us know your thoughts. Let people know that you love this podcast if you want it to keep on going. <laughs> all right. Love That's you. all. Love you guys. Bye.